Welcome to More Than Movies. I'm Ivana. And I'm Jay. Today we update you about the results from the 2019 box office draft. Also in this mini-sode, we make our slightly tardy picks for Q1 2020. It's time for a More Than Movies draft. All right, welcome in all of our amazing More Than Movie listeners. We have a very special mini-sode right now for you because we are, we're a little late to the party, but we are going to pick our Q1 drafts uh, for our box office pool. Now, last year, in 2019, how did we do, Ivana? Well, you know, I did horribly overall. Um, you won f- for across the whole year. Um, by almost a billion dollars more, making a billion. You won last with a B. Yeah, you had almost a billion dollars more in your picks than I did. Nine hundred and like sixty million ish. I mean, we don't have to count that sixty million. I'm a winner. That's <laughs> all it is. Um, I will say that most of this can be attributed to the fact that you got to pick. Um, Avengers Endgame, which domestically got about $860 million. So you really won probably by somewhere between, like, if that movie didn't exist, definitely 100,000 more than me still. Maybe even if you had a different movie, you know, 200, 300,000 more. Because I won, I think I should have to go first in Q1 because let's face it, Q1 is usually where the the dregs come out. They don't do the big numbers. Yeah, usually it's only at the end of Q1 that you start to get bigger movies. And the beginning of Q1, people are getting sleeper hits that are part of Oscar season, Ten usually. Absolutely. So I will go first in this. But are there any other like standouts from last year that we should talk about? Yeah, so the highest grossing films across the year... Um, and who picked them? We have our top five list. So obviously you won with the number one pick, Avengers, making $858 million. Um, However, I got the next two, which is Lion King and then Star Wars. Then you got the fourth most highest earner, <laughs> excuse my English, with Frozen 2. And then I came in at number five with Captain Marvel. Now, why don't you fill us in on who did the worst? Uh, that's a great idea. So you did by far the worst uh, with that yeah, Miss I made Bala some pick. horrible picks. I mean, we even talked about it last year because we didn't understand what this movie was. It only brought in $15 million in the box office. Ugh. Then there was another stinker for you, but I actually don't mind this movie, and it's The Kid Who Would Be King, and it brought in $17 million. That one was crazy because that one had pretty good reviews. People tend to like that movie, um, but I guess it was just too British, and it didn't hit here in the U.S. market. That's exactly it. Um, So then we get to my stinkers, which, hey, Charlie's Angels, it could have gone either way. It could have been a massive success, but it wasn't. It wasn't. (laughs) Then Dr. Sleep, the sequel to The Shining, thought maybe it could bring in more than $32 but 
Not so much. The previews for that really did not grab me. Uh, it felt like very contrived. Did you see it? I uh, For Doctor Sleep, no, I did not. Um, okay. It's, it's sort of on my list. Like, the thing is, I've had a lot of people say, it's great. You got to watch it. And then I've had other people say, well, it kind of drags. You don't need to see it. If you've seen The Shining, The Shining is better. And I'm like, well, of course The Shining is better. So I don't know if I I need to see it. But your number five worst, like the worst of the year of our picks is shocking to me. Because one, it's actually a lot of fun. And two. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's Cold Pursuit. This is not a franchise movie. It's just like a standalone Liam Neeson movie that popped up early in the year and it made $32 million. Like, I'm actually shocked. I'm shocked too because Liam Neeson did a similar film, which did actually kind of well. Um, the guy, he was in a, it was a train movie and I liked it a lot actually. Yeah, I think it was Commuter or The Commute or something along those yes, lines. Yes, that's what it was. It was The Commuter. Well, I got to tell you, Cold Pursuit is a bizarre, really interesting, different kind of movie, and I kind of dug it. Like it's not great, but it's so different that like it almost harkens back to Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. And that level of crime drama. Uh, So in the end, Ivana won two quarters and I won two quarters. But now it's time to draft our 2020 picks. Do you have yours, Ivana? Uh, I have have some movies selected that I hope I get. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I got mine too. So uh, I'm going to go first because I won last year. And it's only fair that I go into the, the crappy movie season. Uh, so I'm going to go with, I mean, this is an easy pick. I'm sure it would have been your number one. It is Mulan Disney's Mulan. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm just going to add that there's there's no real reason to say this, except look at Aladdin, look at the Lion King. These are massive, successful reboots. I got to go safe with another one. Yeah, it's 100% going to be the biggest movie of Q1. It comes out, I think, March 27th. So it's like as close to Q2 as possible. Um, Of course, it's going to do well. It would have been my first pick. It gets a little tougher in this this 2020 Q1 selection for second pick. Um, The ones that kind of could do well are Birds of Prey. Quiet Place 2 and Onward, in my opinion. I think those are the next biggest performers. I mean, I'm not going to show you my hand and say what I've got. But but what is your first pick? My first pick is going to be Birds of Prey. I think there's just enough excitement over Margot Robbie and superheroes that that is going to do quite well. That would have been my second pick as well. Uh, Or my first pick if I were you. I... I totally had it on my list as number two. My number three, you said it, it's uh, Pixar's Onward. It's Pixar. It's going to drive families to the theaters. I I particularly do not think this looks like a great film, but I think it'll get butts in the seats, and I need that like easy $100 million into my bank. 
I think it's definitely going to do 100 million. I actually would have I'm I'm happy you picked it because my next pick, uh I actually think A Quiet Place 2 is going to take it. Um I think it's going to do slightly ever so slightly better than Onward. And the reason I'm saying that is that Onward has blue characters that remind me of Inside Out, which I think it has going for it. But the story is a little too magical and a little too, it's not high concept enough. And I feel like that's going to be similar to the dragon. Is it How to Train Your Dragon that they did that didn't do that well? It did actually pretty well. It was over 100 million. They had one that like four Pixar filmed. Oh, oh, Pixar. Uh, yeah, that was the good, di- good dinosaur. Yes, the good dinosaur. So I think it's just a little too obscure and it's going to live somewhere between definitely it'll do a hundred million, but I don't think, I think a quiet place can beat it. So your second pick is a quiet place. I got to take it off my list. It was a little lower, which means I get my next pick, which is Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, okay. You know, Sonic the Hedgehog is a weird movie. The, the fact that this movie is being made at all is bizarre. I'm not surprised the movie is being made. You know what makes that movie go lower on my list? <laughs> the Hedgehog does not look cute enough. And I don't think it's going to drive people into the theater the same way that Pikachu did in Detective Pikachu. I mean, this is a going out on a limb. I'm also putting a little faith that Jim Carrey can pull off this villain character. I, it it could bomb on me, but I I think gamers will give it a shot. And then it's that family friendly film that, you know, it could bring in people. Uh, what's your next one? My next one. Um, I'm going out on a little bit of a limb here. And I'm going to say Bloodshot with Vin Diesel, I believe. He's at the helm of this one. Sure is. It's rated R, so you don't have the family audience, which is definitely a knock against it. But Vin Diesel does really well. He brings people to theaters. I think that adult rated R movies can do well in Q1. So I'm hoping that it brings in you know, 80 to 90 million for me. I think that is a, it's one of the first action movies of the year. And I think that's got a lot going for it. It was definitely high on my list. You stole it from me, you witch. And uh, I'm just going to have to go with my next one, which is Trolls World Tour. Gag me with a fork. Ugh, this looks awful. Um, But again, I think it's a safe bet. The first one, people liked it. Not critics, but but kids did. Uh, My niece has a troll now because of the movie. So I I think maybe a sequel to Trolls. You cannot go with it. I have. Isn't it like March twelfth? April seventeenth, twenty twenty, is what I'm seeing. Oh oh oh! We already got our first disqualification uh let, <laughs> let me just double check i got march 12 2020 oh of course it's a singapore release so you're right uh in north america i i cannot go with it 
Nope, you're going to have to go with another film. All right, well, we're <laughs> going to go with a, another rated R film then, and I'm going to go with The Invisible Man. Oh, interesting choice. That's definitely on my list. I'm not going to say where it was. Uh, why do you think that's going to do well? Well, I, I don't. It's a total gamble. Look, the trailer for it looks awesome. Like, it looks great. And it may be one of the first real horror movies that comes out that people will run to the theaters for. And it might get some of that, like, quiet place. You know, they might feed off each other like, hey, I love horror movies and, like, go to another movie. Um, But I think Elizabeth Moss looks great in this movie. Oh, she looks awesome. She can totally helm this. And the premise is outstanding. It could go either way. It could be terrible, but I'm taking a long shot. I'm going to give it a try. What is your number four? I think it's going to be good, to be honest with you, just because I think Elizabeth Moss is trying to do films that she thinks are good and interesting. Um, My number four is something I will probably never see. Um, And in learning about it, I was like, oh, there's an audience here. It is the movie I Still Believe. I Still Believe. Now walk us through what this one's about. Uh, I Still Believe has uh, the Archie Andrews from Riverdale uh, and also Britt Robinson. And it's a Christian movie. Oh. And I think that the Christians are going to come out in droves because I, I think that they see movies. It's a romance and it's Christian, and I think it's going to do real well. All right. I mean, that's, uh, that is a hefty, hefty uh, long shot there. Let's go with my last one on my list. The Call of the Wild with Harrison Ford. It's a CGI dog. It's based on Jack London's famous, infamous book. Maybe it'll do well. Maybe it won't. But it's at the very bottom of my list of things that I think could get people's butts in the seats. So let's go with The Call of the Wild for my last pick. That would have been my next pick. So you definitely took that from me. I think it's going to do. Actually, I have a feeling it's going to be a sleeper hit and it's going to do better than. It'll be my cold pursuit this year. No pun intended. (laughs) I I saw a trailer for it when I was uh, in the movie theater last weekend watching some Oscar nominations. Um, The dog is freaking completely 100% animated. And you know how much I hate that. I hate when animals look fake in a live action movie. Like we're talking the werewolves from Twilight fake. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm just like, what is this? What is this? But I definitely, I think it's going to do well. (laughs) Well, what is your last one on your list? I'm not going to lie to you, especially because I have the last pick. I'm going to just talk this through a little bit. Uh, I'm kind of curious about Fantasy Island. Um, I think it could do well. Um, it is a horror adaptation of that 70s television show. And not only that, but they are naming it Blumhouse's. Fantasy Island. So I think that, you know, they're expecting people to show up for this. They're putting their name really on this picture. And the other one 
that I think could do well is The Way Back, which is uh, a drama with Ben Affleck. And he's like an alcoholic and uh, he it's a sports movie. Honestly, I don't know which of these is going to do better. You know, you have baked in audiences with horrors, but they make sometimes less money. And sports movies can really bring it out. Uh, I think, though, I'm going to go with Fantasy Island for this one. It might be a mistake, but I'm I'm going to... The Way Back just looks too depressing. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, uh, The Way Back is a really depressing looking film. And Fantasy Island is that fantasy that gets people to the theater, the the horror silliness. Uh, and Blumhouse usually makes a movie a year that does pretty well. It's just hard to figure out which one it's going to be. Right. <laughs> All right. So we have them. So once again, on my chart, we have number one pick was Mulan. Then we have Pixar's Onward, Sonic the Hedgehog, The Invisible Man, and The Call of the Wild. And Ivana, why don't you read off what you've got? And I have Birds of Prey in my number one position, A Quiet Place Part 2, Bloodshot, I Still Believe, and Fantasy Island. And remember, I I went first, which means Ivana has the coveted seat of the next quarter. I mean, we got Black Widow coming out. We got big, big franchise films coming out. I have to really do well in Q1 to keep up with her when she makes her big grand picks in part two. No, Q2, it's whoever loses Q1 picks first in Q2. Oh, that's right. I forgot that's what we do. We don't alternate. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's hope all of my movies fail. (laughs) And that's our show. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back again soon with an all new episode. Check out our show notes for more information about our music, our talented voice actors, and sound effects. Catch us on our website, Facebook, or Twitter. You can find those in the show notes. Thanks again for spending some time with us. We'll be back again soon with an all-new episode. And until next time, friends. Do more. And watch more. <laughs>